0: Welcome to the Nerd Party.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to Paper Paperback. I'm one of your hosts, Charles Sheeland.
0: And I'm the other host, Asia Bonilla. We're back this week with the Maze Runner trilogy, and we're wrapping up The Death Cure, which is the final book in the trilogy. And of course, James Dashner has written other books on this trilogy, but we're, for now, we're just going to be staying on topic with the main series, and we'll be finishing that today.
1: And as we tell you every week, we're a book club podcast with the Nerd Party Network, and we read and reread YA books from our adolescents. Are you sick of us saying that yet? We're just going to keep saying it. This was an Asia series, so she would read some of it before. And I was completely new to it, though this final book we were both new to. So you are getting our real-time reactions to the final book.
0: Yes, yeah, so we are actually both reacting in real time for this book. And, you know, we try not to discuss the readings too much in advance of recording so we can have genuine conversations. But sometimes it slips out because we do live together. But this time we've kind of been on opposite schedules this past week and we haven't really seen each other. So we haven't discussed much. So this will be an extra nice episode since it truly will be new for both of us. So, Charles, we will go ahead and summarize the end of The Death Cure.
1: Yeah. So our crew gets rejected by Newt. But then they team up with the right arm to plan an invasion of Wicked. Thomas goes to sacrifice himself, but it goes badly when it's revealed that he has to die to make the cure. The attack starts, and then some chaos ensues, and the whole crew does a lot of running, because of course they do. And Thomas is ultimately spared by Chancellor Page. Then our main characters escape Wicked clutches to build a new society of flare-immune individuals. So my impression of the reading was that I thought it was a little anticlimactic. We never got the memories that we've been, like, hoping for. And some of the things I really liked, but this was definitely my least favorite book in the series. I don't think it's on the divergent level of bad, but I don't think it's on the Hunger Games level of good.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I was also very disappointed by the ending because there was really no big plot twist and i feel like all the episodes we've recorded and all the readings we've just been like it's leading to this super huge ending a big twist or a big surprise and i feel like that didn't happen so i feel like there's nothing else we could feel besides disappointment and for me specifically i didn't like that Teresa was killed because then we never really got a real resolution between her and thomas But most of all, I think I was disappointed that Brenda didn't end up, like, betraying Thomas or being, like, a double agent. Like, I just really thought that that was what the plot was leading up to, like, for a nice plot twist. And to me, that would have been a much more interesting ending. And it just seemed like everything got really easy by the end of the story. Like, they just got all the steps and were able to do them, like, without much difficulty. So I was definitely disappointed by that. But we'll obviously talk more in depth about it throughout the episode
1: yeah so diving in we have them visiting newt and he is fully in the crank group and he refuses to leave with them and the other cranks starting to threaten our crew so they agree to leave without newt which feels pretty predictable to me like he was never going to go with them
0: yeah i definitely agree that it was very predictable he has the flair. he's going to die he would literally only hold them back. They're all immune. It makes no sense for him to go back with them and, like, spend whatever time he has while he goes crazy. He could try to hurt them. And Thomas, like, and all of them kind of continuing to suggest that is them speaking from emotion and not from, like, a rational or, like, practical sense. Which, Like, I understand it's your good friend, your best friend. You don't want to lose him. But at this point, it is too late. But picking back up where we left off last week with Thomas continuing to be stupid and Charles pointing out a lot about Thomas did not read Newt's note before they left him behind, which is why, yes, Thomas is still an idiot because he didn't read Newt's note and we f- he finally reads it and we see that Newt basically just wrote that he wanted Thomas to kill him before he actually became a crank and Thomas failed him, so just pitiful
1: and something that i think is really or i thought it was going to be important when i read it but it turned out not to be is that after they see newt minho's like i wonder if we should go back and help wicked get a cure because like he's seen what's happened to newt and that makes him think that like maybe it would be worth it to go back and maybe like maybe they should just comply with wicked because it Saving Newt would be worth it. And I thought that was going to be really important, though, as we'll see in the ending, not so much.
0: Yeah, it was not important, but they do end up reconnecting with Teresa and the rest of the like Gladers and Group B because apparently now the Cranks have taken over Denver and all the Munis or Immunes are being rounded up and sold by the right arm.
1: Yeah, they got to get captured. And I just want to say, I feel like the timelines in this book are inconsistent. Like, at least that's what it seems to me, because it feels like they flew to Newt and back in a day, but when they come back, they're like, in the last few days, the Cranks have taken over Denver. And I'm like, didn't you leave Denver this morning? (laughs) Maybe, was that just me? But like, it really felt like sometimes we jumped time without any explanation.
0: I think that more speaks to how they kind of mentioned when they first got to Denver or how Gally was talking about, I think, about how there were actually a lot more cranks like hidden in Denver than people thought. Like it was pretty much right on the verge of like all falling apart, which obviously it was because yes, I think they did like they left and came back within the same day and it was a completely, in a completely different situation. So I think it more speaks to that, that it's just like Denver was not like, this safe haven that it actually seemed to be because a lot of the, I think they said like a lot of the government officials were sick. And so it was just basically a matter of time before it fell. So I think that's why maybe like you got confused by that.
1: I guess it, I thought that they actually said there were different days, but either way, it definitely feels whatever. Descend into madness quickly.
0: Like, I think it was supposed to be fast. It was supposed to be a quick turnaround, basically. Like, literally, it was like the Jenga, like a Jenga tower. It was just taking one more block to be pulled for the whole thing to fall apart.
1: Gotcha. Well, so they've been captured by the right arm. And Thomas, in his inevitable and incomparable wisdom, he's able to convince them that they should take him to their leaders. And so... I just got to mention this. So they're going to go see their leaders and they have to pick two of them to go. And Thomas and Brenda are like, it should be us because we're bestest friends now. And Minho's like, maybe not, dude. And Thomas like tries to calm Minho down. He says, Minho, remember when you asked me, let me be the keeper of the runners. Like when he said that, I laughed out loud reading the book. I was like, this is so canned and basic. But I thought it was really funny. I had to mention it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does make sense why he would want Brenda to go with him. I think he even, Thomas, like says that, like, well, he thinks about how Minho has, like, a very hot temper and stuff. And, like, if they're gonna be talking to people they don't know, they want, he wants Bre- someone like Brenda who's gonna be, like, calm and collected. And for me at this point, I was like, yes, he's gonna bring Brenda so she's more in on the plan, which means she's more, like, better set up to betray him.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, his reasoning is good. I just thought it was funny when he was like, let me be the keeper of the runners. And I'm like, dude, we're well past the maze at this point.
0: <laughs> so, yes. But then en route to the right arm leadership, they get attacked, like seriously attacked by cranks. And it was literally like a scene out of like, I would say like a zombie almost yes. like horror movie. Because the cranks are like attacking the van, trying to break the windows open diving in front of the car like just absolutely terrifying
1: yeah it was not fun but you know you are the one who picked out this horror series and you're gonna have to live with that but i
0: actually liked this part like i think this would be well also i mean to me like for horror stuff like when you're reading something i definitely don't feel as scared and this didn't seem as scared because again i don't know about you but i just didn't think anyone was gonna die so like I didn't think I anyone know, was going to
1: die, but I was still scared. And I will tell you, I was walking around. I was walking to meet some friends. And we got, I got to this point in the book. And I had to go. I was actually next to the Upper West Side location of the Strand Bookstore. And it was really cold. And I was like, this is too scary. I can't keep reading this. So I walked into the bookstore and sat in a corner and read the scene there in the warmth. <laughs> because i was like i can't deal with this outside because it was so scary
0: well uh, yeah i didn't find it that scary but i'm glad you okay
1: well you're supposed to respond to my personal experience. story of me going and reading this in a bookstore <laughs> but i thought it was quite meta that i was reading our book club podcast book in a bookstore but also i needed to get out of the cold and also i was scared and i didn't want to be you know it's new york so it was it was like 6 p.m. and it was already dark So I was like, I can't be outside when there are zombies attacking.
0: (laughs) You're like, I'm going to be next. (laughs) Uh, So then during the next drive en route to Wicked, which I guess let me backtrack for a second. So Thomas and Brenda, they meet the leaders, and basically they make this plan that, like, Thomas is going to go to the Wicked headquarters and basically turn himself in so that they can plant – this device that makes it so all of their weapons like don't work, which is basically the right arms plan to be able to take over the like wicked building. So in this drive now, it's some of the right arm people are driving just Thomas back to wicked to like start this plan. They actually run into a group of cranks and newt is a part of the crank group. And he's like with the people who are like trying to take over Denver and Thomas like gets out and again is like talking to him like, come with us like it'll be fine. But it's like no, it won't.
1: No, it won't, Thomas.
0: It's too late. Like it's already like new. Even just the couple of days or day or so that they've been away from him, like he's clearly like deteriorated even further. So anyway, I gotta say they end up like
1: this every time they said it's gonna be okay. We'll make it work. I'm like that only works if you're going to go work for a Wicked and make the cure because he is going to die otherwise. So it's insane and, like, really selfish of them to be like, come with us so that you can, like, live out the rest of your days where it's comfortable for us. Like, I, it made me so angry every time they said that because I was like, you guys aren't actually doing anything to help cure him. So you're basically saying, come live it out where it's good for us. And I thought that was really annoying.
0: It's also very selfish thinking, which luckily Thomas does end up doing the selfless thing. And he does end up having to kill Newt because Newt basically begs him to like shoot him. And Thomas finally does, which was 100% the right thing to do. He put him out of his misery and for Thomas like he was a part of the creation of the maze and he did work with Wicked and even though it's obviously not all his fault all of these things happened like Thomas should be able to live with this guilt of killing Newt and like accept that in order to like free him from the flare when Thomas essentially did participate or is part of the cause of like Newt's suffering in the maze and Again, like I said, it was ultimately the selfless thing to do. Like all that they were talking about, oh, come with us, like that's being selfish because you don't wanna have to have that idea of you killed your best friend, even though it's like very like merciful to do that. And like right before
1: also, it's the last sane decision that Newt's ever gonna ask for. Yeah. He's losing his mind, and the last sane thing that he can ask for is for mercy. So
0: yeah, and then right before Newt is killed, we do learn how he got his limp, which was actually from him trying to commit suicide inside the maze. He said he like climbed, tried to climb up to like the top of the wall and he fell. So pretty sad, but at least he did get like a merciful ending.
1: Yeah, it was hard to read because I agree that it was like the right thing to do. But Newt was definitely my favorite character, and it was was also clear that Thomas was the only one he believed would have it within him to do it. Like, he, he says, you're the only one I trusted. Repent for your actions by killing me. And it's not to say that Minho doesn't, like, love Newt, but it's that Minho wouldn't have the clarity of mind to do that
0: it's also because thomas is like also like carrying the guilt of like being a part of the maze and so it's kind of like he does owe newt that like mercy when again he was part of the cause of his suffering
1: yeah it was it was hard to read but i do think that thomas made the right decision
0: yeah i (laughs) i don't want to seem like i'm heartless or something which i'll talk about a little bit more at the end but i think i just don't Feel any consequences for like the characters dying because I mean, at least for me, when Newt, when they originally said that like Newt wasn't immune, like to me, it was inevitable in the series that he was gonna die anyway. It was just a matter of time, basically. But I think, which again, I'll talk about more later, I think I just really didn't feel connected, honestly, to any of the characters in this story. But I just, I don't wanna come across as like super heartless and like I don't care that like mm. this poor like child died.
1: I don't think that's heartless. I didn't feel that it was inevitable he was going to die because I was like, if they do figure out this cure with Wicked, like, this would be the fairy tale ending where Newt gets to survive. But I agree that, like, I mean, Newt was my favorite character, but I didn't, like, cry when I read him dying, you know? Like, whereas, like, when I read Dumbledore dying, and I've read those books countless times, I still cry when I read that, when I read him dying every time. So, like, I would agree with you. I- I'm not I'm not emotionally connected to Newt, even though, like, just because he's my favorite character doesn't mean he's, like, grand scheme of my life, important character.
0: Yeah, I feel like this isn't as necessarily a story that you, like, get emotionally invested in. But we can talk about it more at the end because we want to stay on topic on the outline. But with all this talk of the flair and... Newt begging for mercy. I wanted to know, Charles, would you kill me if I had the flare and I was begging you to do it?
1: So, I would have gone back to Wicked and helped get the cure. My, like, (laughs) I...
0: That's a terrible answer.
1: Why? I don't think that's a terrible answer.
0: I, I guess it's not a terrible answer, but I just feel like, well, based on what we learned, like, at the end, I really don't think a cure was actually possible. Okay.
1: So then if we're saying a cure is not possible, then yes, I would have done it. Knowing what we know about the flare and knowing what it does to people, I would have done it.
0: But if you... So if there was a possibility of the cure then, but you would have taken me with you. Yes. You wouldn't have left me with the other cranks? No. Well, I would have 100% killed you because I was... For me, I just felt the cure at this point was not possible. Well,
1: I mean, given that... They were definitely not going to help. Wicked help ever get the cure. I would have done what Thomas did.
0: Yeah, I think.
1: But I'm saying I would have also got my memories back and like figured out what on earth yeah, was going I would have definitely on. And I wouldn't my have been in a dumb situation too. like this. Yeah, you know that's
0: Thomas's like number one mistake. Oh all God. three
1: of them. All three of them. Stupid. But yes, if I was in Thomas's exact situation and you were Newt, I would have popped you off.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought. Besties for life. <laughs> we kill each other when we're sick and dying. i going crazy. Oh,
1: this podcast
0: is going to get us canceled.
1: Okay. I think it's time to move on from this.
0: So Sounds like a good idea.
1: Thomas is now being delivered to Wicked by the right arm. And again, just we double checked. It's called the right arm. They could not have picked a more obvious fascist name, but okay, whatever. And again, maybe this is me just like not really under, like maybe I was just skipping over, but I'm like, did Thomas somehow tell Teresa and Minho and Jorge and the rest of the gang, because they're like in a retaining building in Denver, that they're going back to Wicked. Like it feels like Brenda obviously knows he's going to Wicked because he and Brenda were together with the right arm. But I'm like, what about the rest of the Gladers and Gladettes? Like, are they going to get the memo, too? Like, I, I just think that, like, did we forget about them?
0: I think only Brendan knows because, again, only Thomas and Brenda went to go see the leaders of the right arm. And they made all these decisions right then and there. And so I think they said, like, Brenda was going to go back to be with, like, all their, their immunes and stuff. So she could have just passed on the knowledge, but no, in that moment, Brenda was the only one who got to hear about this plan initially. Okay,
1: that feels really irresponsible given that.
0: Well, according to Thomas now, the only person that matters in his life is Brenda. So, and again, idiot. Like, I don't know why he's trusting and like in love with this girl who's literally lied to him. I don't understand why he trusts her, but literally, to me, it's like.
1: To leave She's your She's the only one that
0: matters to him.
1: It just feels so irresponsible to, like, not tell his friends when, yes, I know the plan wasn't supposed to be a suicide mission, but there was danger that he would get stuck at Wicked forever. So I'm very well, confused.
0: Don't even get me started. I mean, we're not even quite there yet, but, like, when he has to, like... He has like a second to like write letters to people. The only people who writes a letter to is Brenda, and at least he writes a letter to Minho, but that's it. The rest of them, they don't get anything.
1: Frypan, only person keeping him alive for like three months in the Glade, nothing. Jorge, I like something, I feel like he could have at least right. written
0: something to Teresa. Like,
1: Teresa, we used to be best friends, AKA lovers, unclear. Maybe we were twins once too. Nothing. Absolutely nothing.
0: Yeah, I think, like, again, Thomas really, his character really fell for me. I feel like I was liking it. I was enjoying the story. And, like you said, I think.
1: This book. This
0: book. I feel like, again, it's not on the Divergent level because, which.
1: We didn't depart reality. We did not depart reality.
0: Yeah. Also, I mean, the difference between those two, I would say, I think Divergent was got worse like by the second book it was already getting bad whereas at least this one i feel like the first two books were really solid and even leading into this book the first half was okay but like i feel like the ending was just so disappointing so like again like we said not all the way down on like the toilet level of (laughs) divergent but not up in like the heavens with the hunger games at all like i guess it's like somewhere in the middle there Uh,
1: the heavens with the hunger games okay Well, let's go back to Thomas. He's turned himself into Wicked.
0: Yes, I knew they were going to have to kill Thomas to make the cure. I definitely predicted that because they need they actually need his brain like they need it out of his body. So he is going to die, which, you know, I feel like that was like obvious, but I guess he like hadn't thought it through. But then again, like we said, Thomas obviously is getting dumber by the second. So
1: he really is. He's got puberty brain. I mean, it is literally called The Death Cure, <laughs> the book. But yes, you did call that. You did say, like, maybe they need to actually use your brain Yeah. for it.
0: So he ends up going and, like, at first he's, like, pretending like he's willing to do it. Then he's, like, he doesn't want to do it. So they, like, drug him and they're going to basically force him. But then Thomas is just somehow spared all of a sudden because Chancellor Page, we get to see, like, very, like, not, not even really see, like, she's running out the door and... She's, like, left a note for Thomas, which at this point, Chancellor Page, we've only heard this name. We still have never met her. But, like, why did she save Thomas from this procedure? But at least we do find out that, yes, Charles is right. She does work for Wicked.
1: Yeah, so we talked about this last episode. I was, like, Asia thought she was a government official, and I was, like, she definitely works for Wicked. And then I remembered that in both of the epilogues of the first two books— The Wicked Memoranda that are the epilogues, they say they're from A-Page or Ava Page or whatever her name is. So, like, deep down in my psyche, I remembered that she works for Wicked. So that's how I knew. But, yeah, she basically says that she was like, I don't think we actually needed your brain to get a cure. Like, we have enough data at this point. So, you know, go save yourself and... That's it. Like, she stops the operation.
0: Yes. She stops the operation, and then she left Thomas a letter, instructions, and an escape route. And basically, in this letter and the instructions, she just says that they have to go pick up all the immunes that have been basically put in the maze as, like, prisoners, and then they're going to transport away. And my first thought when he's reading all of this is this seems, first of all, way too easy. Like, I feel like going back to the maids has to be a trap. And then going through, like, they say they're going to go through a flat trans. Like, where is that going to take them? And again, this is where for me, I'm like, to me, the most untrustworthy person is Brenda. So I feel like what if Brenda is actually working for Wicked still And she told Thomas to trust Paige like way at the beginning when they first get reunited. She's like, only trust me and trust Paige. So that in this moment, he would immediately trust her. And this was like all part of some long thought out plan. And I think for me, like I said, I really just I don't trust Brenda because Thomas trusted her so easily. And it just doesn't make any sense to me as to why he would do that. And, you know, at the time when I was reading this, you know, I was like, maybe I'm wrong, but. I just figured there was going to be some kind of plot twist and I just was really hoping that it was going to be Brenda betraying Thomas because that would be like the perfect twist. But unfortunately, I was wrong, which is why to me the ending is very boring. But maybe that's just me.
1: No, I agree. I mean, I will say I do like that they went back into the maze. It felt very symmetrical to me. I'm a Capricorn. I'm a Ravenclaw. An Enneagram type one. I like the symmetry of beginning and ending the books in the maze. But I was like, this feels too easy. This isn't going to, like, something's going to go wrong. Something has to go wrong. And then nothing went wrong. Like, they, like, even when they get to the maze and they're more grievers, they're just able to switch them off and then kill the one of them. I'm like, it literally got s- even easier. Like, Obviously, they have some rebel falling, but, like, they generally are quite successful. And...
0: Yeah, there's just, like, no consequences. Like, I don't know. I was, yeah, really disappointed.
1: Yeah. And, like, okay, so also, we... I've already said, right arm, super fascist name, so Thomas should have been onto it. But, again, Thomas has been stupid, this book. And, again, back to my point, all of his friends seem to be at the Wicked headquarters. No explanation of why they're there for this battle, apparently. But then Thomas wakes up from the surgery. He's like reading the note and he's like, also, by the way, the right arm is bad. They're just going to do whatever they can to destroy things. And so then he's able to convince Gally with like two lines of being nice that Gally needs to come with them. And I'm like, remember when Gally hated Thomas in the first book and even the first half of this book? So, like, it, it all was so easy for him because he's able to get away from the surgery room. He's able to convince Gally super easily. Then he's able to kill Jansen. And well, he also, like, la- and right before he kills Jansen, he realizes Jansen has the flair and Jansen would have died anyway. And then they all get through the flat trans.
0: Well, everyone except Teresa because...
1: Okay, but my point is that, like, besides that, everything else was so easy.
0: No, it was incredibly easy, and... But first, let me just talk really quick. So, Teresa, which, a little before this, when they're fighting the Grievers, like, Teresa almost, like, sacrifices herself to the Griever, but then Thomas is like, no one else can die, and he, like, saves her. But then, when they, like, get past that, and then Jansen and the other, like, wicked people show up, and they have to fight them, they're all fighting, and there's just, like we said, there's a lot of rubble... Falling because the right arm people are blowing up the whole building. Because why would they do that? But that's what they're doing. And basically, at the last second, Teresa basically shoves like Thomas out of the way and she ends up getting crushed. Like, and just like her arm and head are like sticking out and she's dead. And I was just really like, just kind of like annoyed because, first of all, I wanted to be Brenda. I don't like Brenda. You and me both. And I
1: wanted to be Brenda.
0: Also, like I said, Teresa literally died saving Thomas, and Thomas still basically hates her and or like they never like reconciled their relationship at all. So like Thomas didn't even deserve her anyway. But it was just really frustrating to me that to me, like one of the only characters who's only been like fighting for good the whole time and not being stupid like Thomas, who actually got her memories back, and she's the only one, like out of the people who are left, who dies.
1: Yeah. I mean, we said this last week, we were like, one of the girls has to die so that Thomas has not have to make a decision. And it better be Brenda because Teresa, he doesn't even deserve Teresa. But that's kind of the ending. So, Eris, Thomas, Gally, Mino, Jorge, Brenda, the rest of the gladers and gladettes. Am I forgetting anyone important?
0: Frypan. Frypan. Frypan makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
1: He's the only other named person. And, like,
0: those are the only other, like, I think those are the only, like, named people we know. And then,
1: like, the 200 immunes that, so there were about 500 Mm -hmm. immunes in the maze. Okay, I guess 300 immunes died en route. But, you know, they weren't named.
0: Yeah, I think they said about basically, like, half of the immunes made it out. So we don't care about
1: them. But they all make it through. And they're safe. And they're far away from wicked. And they're basically going to get to, like, start a society of all immune people. And that's the ending.
0: Which is also, I mean, like, where are they? Like, where did they go? Um, I know. That's a big question, but we don't get answers to that. But at least from this, what I took from this was Wicked was good in the end, I guess. Like how Teresa just was always like, Wicked is good. I guess they were good because Chancellor Page said they had like a backup plan to save the strongest and brightest immunes to basically restart civilization in a safe place if they were not able to make the cure. And the whole reason they were looking for a cure was because the government purposely let out the flare disease as a way to control the population after the sun flare. So they were basically just trying to right that wrong.
1: Yeah. But, you know, when she... she, So that's the final memorandum from Paige. She's like, remember, Wicked is good because we protected the human race. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure Wicked wasn't good. I'm pretty sure you were good. Like, she was the only one who was like, maybe we don't need to keep killing people. And she was also the only one who, like, used Wicked's plan to stockpile immunes. Like, she was able to quite quickly flip that, which was very clever. So, but like, I finished the book and I was like, this is the ending. You're kidding me. Like, this cannot be the ending.
0: Yeah, it was pretty, pretty disappointing, like we said. Okay.
1: Let's get into some final impressions, final discussion. I'll start. I was pretty disappointed that we didn't get the memories back. So I will say the more I've thought about it, the more I like the ending because I, I like like when I was rewriting this outline, I was thinking about it. I was like, Oh, it was really clever of page to use the immunes that wicked was going to use for another trial to use them to restart civilization. And the whole idea that like, The trials did really get, create the smartest and the strongest immune people to, like, who could restart our civilization. I think that was very clever, but there were too many things that I didn't like. I really, really don't like that we didn't get the memories back, because I feel like that's been such a huge element of the story, and we didn't find out, like, what—
0: maybe it's so he could write those two prequel books so that's how you get that also
1: i feel like we needed one more surprise we needed one more twist in the second half of this book and we didn't get any
0: yeah i think for me the more that i think about it i think i dislike the ending more just because to me to me the ending with like them just like going to a safe place and like starting over makes it seem like to me the whole maze trials the Scorch trials, all these trials were just completely pointless. Like, what was the point of the whole series if, in the end, they were just going to put a whole bunch of immune people? Like, I don't know. It's just like... I don't know. Um, but First, let me get a little bit more into, like, specific impressions. But, like, I also agree about the plot twist. I felt that the ending was too flat. And, again, I'm very disappointed that Brenda didn't end up being, like, a double agent. And maybe it's because I just didn't like her character. But still, like I feel like that would have just added so much to the story. And I was really annoyed by the killing of Teresa. Because to me, that was almost like the easy way out. Because now Thomas's relationship with her doesn't have to be reconciled at all in the conclusion. Like, they never are able to, like, he's never able to fully forgive her. Or they, like, grow apart, never speak again. Like, we don't get anything because she's dead. And why that particularly bothers me is because thomas like throughout the story after the scorch trials and Teresa had to complete the betrayal he continued to blame her for actions that she says and if we take her word for it because she actually got her memories back and thomas did not that she was forced to do those things by wicked but he easily forgave brenda and accepted her for choosing to be a part of wicked and doing all those terrible things she had to do willingly so i just feel like Teresa and Brenda had similar things and he hated Teresa for it, but gave Brenda a pass, which I just didn't like. And to me, just really didn't make sense when. It didn't. When Teresa is supposed to be this person who was his best friend, which I know he doesn't remember. And Brenda is this person you've never met before who literally lied to you about who they were when you first met. And yet you have all this trust for her. So to me, it just didn't make sense for her character to end up actually being trustworthy. Like, I just didn't like that. And I think also a big part of that as well is with Thomas not getting his memories back, he just would continue to group his hatred for his former self, for Wicked, and he would just put that all in Teresa, which to me was just completely unfair. And again, to me, just makes him like not look good as a character overall. And... Yeah, he only saw Teresa as a part of Wicked and he never actually, and we as the audience or the readers, never actually got the full story of what happened between them and why she did what she did and what she was actually forced to do because Thomas never got his memories back. And yeah, that's why. So I think for me, why I can't like or I can't love this series is because I don't like Thomas as a character. Whereas, like, in comparison to Divergent, mm-hmm. I did like Triss, which to me, the downfall of the series was killing such a good main character. Whereas in this, I feel... She
1: was a bad main character. She was a good main character in the first book. She was pretty terrible in the second and third.
0: I don't know if I'd say she was terrible. I, to me, I think she she was going through growth. And I feel like instead of her, like, having an ultimate growth moment at the end, she just died. <sighs> like, so I'm saying she didn't get, like, that redemption. Whereas, like, normally a main character, you, like, go through your ups and downs and, like... That's the whole point. You're going through conflict, and you're going to grow as a character. Whereas Mm -hmm. Thomas, to me, I feel like from, like, midway through the second book, I feel like he was just on, like, a downward, like, just plummet. Like, I feel like his character got worse and worse. Like, at the beginning of the books, he was this savior, this hero who cared about other people. To him becoming, I feel like, cynical and just hating everyone except Brenda because of what he did, and he Mm -hmm. would not... And I guess for me, like, Thomas didn't get the growth because he never learned, he never got his memories back. So he wasn't able to learn what he did and what he did to participate in Wicked's plans and, like, learn to forgive himself. So, like, to me, there was just not enough, there was no character growth for Thomas. Like, he honestly just got worse.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I think that for me, my, I agree with you that the killing Teresa was an easy way out. But the really the biggest sin for me of the book is that we don't get the memories back, because we don't get an explanation. Like if you remember, Jansen says, "If you had your memories right now, you would not be mad at me. You would understand." And like, we never get explanation of why Thomas himself designed all of these trials and then was willing to put himself and Brenda and Eris and Rachel into the trials, his friends, because it was so important to find this cure. Like and then like they weren't actually even gonna be able to do figure out the cure. Like that's crazy. Like it just and or like for example, in the Scorch trial, when Teresa has to betray him. We were like, there has to be some reason for why she has to betray him. Yeah, like there we has don't to get that. And what we're given with the book is basically like it was just another test to see how his brain would react. Like, that is not satisfactory yeah, not to me.
0: I definitely agree with that.
1: And I think that if I think that if we'd gotten the memories back, I would have felt more justified in all of it because then you could be like, they really thought that by doing all these things, by creating these trials, they were going to be able to find a cure. But because Thomas does never his memories back, and then Chancellor Page is like, psych, we're not going to be able to get the memories back, and humanity is going to die off, <laughs> un- except in this wooded forest. I, I think that that makes it feel more pointless, because we just never got the full picture.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think, yeah, for me, it's a combination of that, that, like, we didn't get answers to things, and, again, I don't like Thomas's character by the end, and I don't like that there was no, like, to me, like, it would have been a better story if Brenda would have portrayed him and Thomas would have had to over, like, had a final thing to, like, overcome, whereas, basically, he went, he was saved by T- Chancellor Page from getting his brain taken out of his body. And then all they did was, like, a little bit more of combat, and that was it. Like, there was no, like, final test, I feel like. You know what I mean? hmm There was no final thing for him yeah. to overcome. So I just feel like it just ended. Like, there was no final growth as a character. Like, like what, I'm, like what yeah. I wrote down for my final thoughts of, like, this series in general, I did enjoy the series. I thought it was very exciting, action-packed, couldn't put it down, But I do feel like I wasn't connected to the characters and I don't know if that's because this is written in third person or the characters just aren't that compelling like on an emotional level which is why for me why to me The Hunger Games is a much better series like in this like dystopian genre is because it's not just a good story like Katniss is also a very compelling character like they all are. And all of the characters, Except Katniss, Peta, Gale. We get to see Gail, all no. of them Gale is on, quite hateable. Go on this growth of, like, hating the capital, but, like, learning that they can fight against them. And, like, even for Katniss specifically, obviously the main character, like, how the variant of the book, like, she loses Prim, who was the whole point of the story of who she was trying to protect, and she still lost her and, like her learning to, like, live with that grief and, like, survive with it. Whereas, like, Thomas just basically got handed his, like, ending to be with Brenda and didn't have to overcome anything. and Okay, he had to kill
1: his best friend.
0: He had to kill his best friend, but, like, did Thomas even learn from that? Like, I just, I feel like we didn't even get anything else because he doesn't even speak about it. It happens and then he doesn't tell anybody.
1: Yeah. You know what I I mean? No, I I mean, don't get me wrong. I agree with you. I think that the ending is incomplete. I wouldn't say, and I agree that I'm not as personally invested in all the characters. I just think that the...
0: I just... I do think
1: Thomas went through enough things, but I don't think we unpacked them.
0: Yeah, I don't think we unpacked them, and maybe that's because he didn't end up getting his memories back. Because the book back, ends. Because the, the book ends. The book ends. But also, I guess, I like, feel like, Teresa too... Like, Teresa dying,
1: he doesn't deal with Teresa dying... Again, because there's something you could say about, like, he's never confronted his relationship with Teresa, and she's taken away from him. There's something really interesting there, but the book ends. But the book so... ends, so we
0: don't get that. Maybe that's why I don't like it, because I'm thinking, like, in The Hunger Games, obviously, like, Katniss loses Prim. She loses all the people in Mockingjay, but, like, we get the time and then there's at the like end four for, her more un-
1: chapters for her to
0: unpack it and, like, kind of talk about how she's going to live with this, and she's going to have to deal with it for the rest of her life, whereas Thomas, like, the book just is over. Like, they walk into this paradise, because even, okay— at the end of the book, they walk through the flat it's like, in this shed in, like, this kind of, like, paradise isque like, forest or whatever. And Brenda is like, give me a second. This is when I was like, this is it. This is it. Brenda's going to do something. Me too. She's going to do something to turn the book around to make it like, what just happened? Also, I don't know why also because I don't know what chapter that's on, but I thought that the book ended on, like, chapter 78 for some reason. It ended on chapter 72, so I was also very surprised when I finished the book because I was like, where's the rest of the chapters? But she's like, I'm gonna go do something. And all she did was burn down the shed. And then there's only like a couple pages left. Maybe like, I don't think that's the last chapter. And then he's like, these people are in charge. We're setting up a new thing. And then that's it. And then it's the epilogue with Chancellor Page basically explaining what happened. Like, I just feel like we could have used like one more chapter for him to say, say something to Brenda about how I can't believe we lost all those people. Like, Teresa, like, all she did was, like, care for me, and I never got to say, like, say I forgave her or something.
1: Say something to Minho, like.
0: About how. Yeah. Anything. He's I, like,
1: one day I'll tell you about Newt. I have information. I'm not ready to tell you yet, but I'm going to tell you eventually. Like I don't Like, something. Yeah, I, I don't do know, you think that could
0: have helped a lot if we would have gotten, like, one more, like, chapter or, like, just a couple more pages. You know what it feels like?
1: This book for the series feels like the ending of the
0: first ever book. I don't think it's that bad because it still felt like it was Divergent. The book, like, basically, like, it Divergent and Surgent were, like, one book and she just, like, cut it in the middle and was like, oh, this is good enough. Whereas this, it doesn't seem like that. It just feels like, again, it's only, like, he needed, like, how in Divergent. It's like
1: the publisher was like, you got to cut a thousand words. Yeah, so he was
0: like, guess this is all we're going to have. Like, I just feel like, which I think, like, how you're talking about the memories, if, dashner had plans to write prequel books he might not have included it in the series because obviously he wants his prequel books to sell and he wants people to read them so i think some of them like memory things You're could right. be answered in the prequels if like the like i don't know what the prequels are about but there are two of them i think so one of them could have possibly been about like what Teresa, I, I'm pretty sure probably one of them is. Like, I'm not really fam- that familiar, but like, one of them could just have been about Teresa and Thomas, like, growing up in Wicked and like developing the maze. So maybe they get answers about that. But I, yeah, I think for me, like, for me, like, again, Teresa dying and we're getting no, literally no closure for a character that like was hated by Thomas to me for like unjust reasons. I just, like, it just angers me and like dislikes, makes me dislike him as a character. Like, I feel like, I can't like him if he was that unfair to her, while at the same time being, like, so, like, just lovey-dovey and, like, all-out Brenda when she was... He just
1: was, like... She was he very was like similar. Brenda's got red hair. He's, like, Brenda's got red hair, and Teresa has dark hair, so, you know.
0: Brenda was a redhead? I don't even think I caught that.
1: Maybe she wasn't. Maybe I just imagined that.
0: I thought they were both, like, dark... I thought... I, I always imagine them, like, looking, like, somewhat similarly, but... I honestly don't remember Brenda's description. Like Teresa definitely had dark either. hair, but I don't remember Teresa's
1: supposed to have dark hair, but I don't remember what Brenda's supposed to look like. I maybe I made that up. Well, I feel like that's a good place to end. As we said, we're not gonna read the other books. It does I do believe that there are two that have been published. Maybe they're both prequels, maybe one's a prequel. I think both of the two that are published are prequels. I believe and he's there was currently prequels. writing a sequel. He's currently writing a sequel. We're not planning on covering those right now, but if you want us to, just reach out to us and let us know, and we will cover them.
0: Yes. So with that, we will be wrapping up this episode, and we'll be starting our new unit, which is going to be on sad, realistic fiction. And we're going to be doing a set of single books, so taking a little bit of a break from series. So we're going to be starting with reading The Perks of Being a Wallflower next week. We'll be reading the entire book in one episode, covering the whole book. So if you're going to read along with us, you can read the whole book. <laughs> it's not that long, guys. It's only like 200 pages, I think, or 250. But since we also normally... Yeah, we read
1: longer readings.
0: Yes. We and read longer readings. Since normally we give our listeners two weeks in advance, in case you do want to read with us, we'll also go ahead and tell you the book for the next week, which we're going to be covering The Fault in Our Stars. So get excited, or get excited, I guess, to be sad, because both pretty heavy, heavy books, but it'll still be a fun time. So we'll be doing Perks of Being a Wallflower for next week and The Fault in Our Stars for the following week.
1: Yep, and you know the deal. If you want to unpack the series with us or you want to talk about it, you want to recommend series, we're getting to the place in the show where we have a couple things planned, but we're really, you know, open to hearing suggestions from you guys. If there's series or books you want us to cover, reach out to us. You just head over to nerdparty.com slash contact. You select throwback paperback. We have that super cute graphic. Then that'll send us an email. And you can also get in touch with the network at large on Twitter at joinnerdparty, Instagram at thenerdparty or facebook.com slash thenerdparty. And you can find me at C.E. on Twitter. Well, you won't find me there because I'm not active. But you can find me on Instagram at seashells.
0: And I'm at asiabonia on Twitter and tiktok and at asia.bonia on instagram if you enjoyed this make sure that you rate and review the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends and of course check out the other podcasts on the nerd party network and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss us next week
1: yep hit that subscribe have a good one we will see you next week